Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast Monday morning, and good to be along with you this morning as we get the week started out. Hope that you had a wonderful weekend. We had a great week at our church this past week, of course, the missions conferences, and um, we had Brother Caleb Bruner in, Brother Josiah Goddard in, and had a good time, Brother Meyer, our church planner, um, in, and we had a good time this week with the missionaries, and of course, the preaching, Brother um, Pastor um, um, Raymond Hall was the one who preached for us during the week, along with my father-in-law, Brother Heidenreich. I was able to close it out yesterday. What a great week it was for our church, and um, looking forward now to a week. God gave us a great day, great attendance as yesterday at the church. You know, for a missions conference, sometimes preachers get a little concerned about people showing up. Our people showed up. We had great attendances both um, all week long, and it was exciting to see the Lord work. Then, of course, yesterday, packed house, Sunday morning, Sunday night, um, people save, people baptize, always exciting uh, to see God do something mighty at the church. And I wish, I hope that you have a church like that. Someone asked me one time, they said, um, how far should, should, I, should I get to a closest church to the house? You get to a church, get this now, that is doing something for God. If I had to drive a half hour, 45 minutes to get to a good church, I would drive a half hour, 45 minutes to stay in a good church other than just um, being at a church close to my house because it's worth having a good church to go to where God's doing something. A whole lot better to do that than to be at a close church that's dead and doing nothing and you lose your family. So be careful about that. That's just a little extra tidbit I'd like to give you. Now today, I want to talk to you a little bit about a handicapped church. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 19, the scripture says, and if, they, and, and if they were all one member, where were the body? Now, in my church, there are a few people who, who the society would call handicapped. Some come to church in wheelchairs, and others tend to walk with walkers, and each of these um, some even use canes. Each of these people um, used to have whole bodies that worked. But something hindered their bodies from working to their full capacity. We often say that they are handicapped or they are a condition that mark or a condition that markedly restricts their ability to function physically. Now God says that the church is a body. Each body has a member or has many members, and every member of the body is, has a function. Now, what's sad is that many churches are handicapped because some of the members of the body are restricting the church body from being what it could be because of their lack of involvement. So imagine this. Imagine what the church could do if each member of the body didn't restrict it with their lack of involvement. In essence, many believers have handicapped their church because they are not working with their church body to reach the lost. And by the way, changing churches isn't going to change that you're hurt, you're handicapping your church. If you were to look at the average church, only a few members of the body are performing to their capacity, while the rest of the members of that body are doing nothing. Now, if a physical body had as few members of its body working as the church body does, that physical body would literally be an invalid. Those that we call handicapped often only have one or two members of their body not functioning. Whereas the church body has many members not functioning. You don't believe me? Okay, 
then let's look at this. Um, look at how many people come to the Sunday morning church compared to Sunday night church. And then look at how many that come to Sunday night church that are actually involved in the church. When you start looking at that, you start realizing there's many members of the body that are hurting their own church, their own body. Now, there's a lot of things that handicap a church. First, sin always handicaps the church. Sin always keeps a believer from doing what they're supposed to do. You can never function as a member of the church body to the capacity that you could when sin is restricting your life. Sin always restricts a walk with God. Sin is restrictive because it quenches the Holy Spirit of God from being able to do what he wants to do through your life. You cannot have sin in your life and be the church member you're supposed to be. Your contribution to the church is handicapping the church when you let unconfessed sin run rampant in your life. Second, a lack of involvement handicaps the church. They say that only 10% of the average church is involved. Now imagine, if 10% of the members of your physical body functioned, you would not be handicapped, you would be an invalid. A few uninvolved church members handicaps any church. But sadly, many non-working church members cause their churches to be invalids. We wonder why we're losing our nation. And I'll tell you the answer is because many churches are invalids because they can't do much because so many members of their church body are uninvolved. Now third, a lack of Holy Ghost empowerment handicaps the church. The Holy Ghost empowers the church to do the work of God. Therefore, any believer doing God's work in their own power handicaps themselves and their church. Now, let me ask you, have you handicapped your church? Is your church unable to function to its fullest capacity as a body because you're not doing what you should be doing? Now, don't be the member who handicaps your church. Be the church member who contributes your part as a member of your church body so your church can perform to the fullest capacity that God intends for it to perform. My friend, we need churches that are working to the fullest capacity if we're going to reach this old nation for Christ. We cannot continue to go down the road with churches that are handicapped and invalid churches even because nobody works. Many pastors are frustrated because they have so they, they don't they can't get anybody to get involved. I'm I'm blessed at Maranatha Baptist Church. We have a great crowd of, of soul winners every week and workers. Last week, probably over 130 soul winners going out soul winning, um, trying to reach the lost for Christ. And every one of these soul winners are involved somehow in the working of our church. Can I tell you, that's one reason why Maranatha Baptist Church has gone on. Can I say this to some church members that are watching, my own church members? Do you, can you imagine how much more our church could do if everybody got involved? Do you understand? Every church could thrive if every member would just get involved and become part of an active member of their body. Stop handicapping your church. Stop making your church an invalid church. Stop making your preacher do everything. Get involved. Why? For the sake of your church, 
for the sake of your family, for the sake of your children, for the sake of your nation, and may I say best of all, for the sake of Christ. He died for the church. Let's make his church body an active body that's not handicapped because we're not holding it back. Well, I hope this is a great challenge to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.